Welcome to Water from the Well, a work of the Church of Christ in Santa Clara. Josh Lewis, now you came to us first here at uh, Santa Clara Church of Christ and uh, uh, with this whole uh, idea of, of coming out here and starting a church in San Francisco and Josh Carter came on your coattails, I'll <laughs> let him know. Yes, let the <laughs> record reflect let that. The re- <laughs> But, but uh, you know, we got to know you first, and um, I, I wanted to ask you just how did you come about the idea of doing this, and how did you come about the location of doing this? Yeah, so I guess the story starts with a seed that was planted um, several years ago. I don't even remember what year it was. I'm going to guess 2009, 2010. I came to California for the first time Mm -hmm. in my life from uh, the southeast. And I was visiting a friend who lived in Hemet, if you know where that is, kind of out in the middle of nowhere um, as far as California is concerned between, I guess, like L.A. and San Diego. Mm -hmm. And when I visited him, uh, it was just vacation. I just wanted to come. Uh, being a poor college student, I had a decent tax return come my way, and so I just spent it like any reasonable person on right. plane tickets to go well, visit a friend. California. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and so I came out. Uh, I visited a friend in Nebraska, and on the same trip, I flew from Nebraska to California to visit a friend here in California. And when I visited, he said, I landed. He picked me up. We went to his house. He said, what do you want to do? And I said, well, how far away is San Francisco? I've never been there. And he was like, oh, it's like, you know six or eight hours or whatever it is. And I and I was like, oh, okay, we won't go there. He's like, no, we're doing it. So we drove all night, <laughs> saw sunset uh, or sunrise, excuse me, over the Golden Gate Bridge, and we spent a day in San Francisco. So I say all of that to say that was my first time to come to San Francisco. And I remember asking him, do you know like of churches here? Do you know any Christians in this area? Him being from six hours away. And he had moved from the southeast himself, so he didn't know California super well. He said, I don't really know anybody up here. And that kind of planted a seed in my head. I was like, hey, this seems like a big city. Like, I don't. And so, like, whenever I'd meet someone from California, I'd say, hey, do you know of any Christians in San Francisco? Just out of curiosity from my trip that one mm-hmm. time. So, fast forward, you know, four, five, six years, I don't remember. And I meet Mike Wilson at this uh, Bible study, preacher's Bible study thing in San Diego. And I was living in Atlanta at the time. Mm-hmm. And I find out he's from San Jose. And I say, hey, same question. (laughs) And he kind of gives me one of those like, well, you know, like I don't know everything, but certainly I know about some things. Like here's my email Mm -hmm. and my phone number if you ever want to like know in detail. You know, Mike's that kind of guy. He's going to give you details. He's going to give you history and all that. So somehow, some way, he got me on the phone. We started talking about it. But his first question, because he didn't really know me, was like, well, why are you asking? (laughs) And at the time, I was working with a new congregation in Atlanta, and I explained to him that, and I said, hey, I'm just curious. I'm just asking the question. I'm interested in history. If you know it, like, tell it to me. Mm -hmm. So he shares all that, and he's like, hey, like, so you're working with this church in Atlanta that you helped start. Like, we need one of you guys to come out here to San Francisco and do something similar. And I was like, oh, well, I'll let you know if I think of anybody kind of (laughs) idea. Well, over time, Mike kind of planted in my head that maybe – like, since I'm the one asking the question and no one else that he knew was, maybe I should be the guy to think about that. Mm-hmm. And uh, long story short, I did, and I threw it Kirby's way. And Kirby, uh, being the gracious soul that she is, said, like, if that's something you really want to do, I'll entertain it with you. Let's go visit. And that's when we met you guys yeah. for the first time. Yeah. So 
Um, that's kind of where that seed began, um, visiting a friend a long time ago and kind of following that thread through the years. Yeah. So yeah. it's amazing because uh, I remember when, uh, I first heard about the concept of what you were doing. And then when, when the two of you came out and sitting and talking with you and that just sort of be just being really the beginning of the idea of it. And, um, it's, it seems more often that when things like that start to, uh, start rolling, at some point, there's there's an exit. You know, okay, maybe this wasn't a good idea, but um, it's amazing to see that this f- went through. You know, it, it went through all the steps, and that you all are actually out here doing the work now. Um, and it, what a blessing! Uh, and you know, we've been praying for you all this whole way and trying to support you as best we can. Um, but let's hear a little bit more about the steps that it took to get here. So, how did the two of you? meet and then sort of uh, get the ball rolling together? Well, I guess uh, Josh called me in the fall of 2016, I think is the first time we really talked about it. Um, but the two of you had met before you, how long had, have you known each other? Yeah, I think we've known each other for close to 10 years now. Um, just kind of, we, we, we have lots of mutual friends. Mm-hmm. Some of those people that I mentioned earlier, Ben Hall, Blake Edwards, are Josh's close friends too. Mm-hmm. And it was one of those things where we would see each other at, you know, Bible studies, um, like weekend kind of Bible studies and things like that at different churches. We knew of each other, I think had a mutual respect for each other, but just really didn't have any kind of relationship with each other directly. Mm-hmm. And uh, Josh started calling around to some people that he thought might be a good fit for the work that he wanted to do. And I don't know how far the list uh, down down the <laughs> list I was. A long, long list. <laughs> <laughs> but eventually he turned the, the page over. The yeah. <laughs> and yeah, he got to page two <laughs> and uh, finally got somebody to not just like hang up the phone immediately. <laughs> yeah, really. <laughs> but... Uh, yeah, he, he talked to me about what he wanted to do, and um, he talked about the need for somebody to come in after him in Atlanta, which I think he thought was the more likely result of that conversation. Mm-hmm. And then he also talked about wanting somebody to come out here with him to San Francisco. Mm-hmm. And Katie and I had, had been talking just about the way that we wanted to live our lives and do the work that God gave us to do, mm-hmm. and how really we had a very narrow experience of the world just being born in Alabama, raised in Alabama, college in Alabama, preaching in Alabama. <laughs> it was like, you know, I, we wanted to be able to experience a different place. And one thing that I have come to see is that people in the South tend to have a very specific kind of idea of what California is like. Mm-hmm. And at the same time, people in California might have a very specific kind of idea of what San Francisco is like. Right. And so it's like, you know, we kind of challenged all of the views by going from Alabama to California, but specifically to To San San Francisco. Francisco, Yes. And um, for a lot of different reasons, it's been a very rewarding um, journey for us. Mm -hmm. Um, But we we wanted to challenge ourselves. We wanted to go somewhere where we perceived there was a real need. For people to to be brave mm-hmm. and, and to do something scary, and yeah, it has been that at times. But, oh, I'm sure, I'm sure. But uh, but I'm very thankful that God led Josh and I together to do this work. Mm-hmm. Let me just add something to that because you mentioned a moment ago, like <laughs> whenever a plan kind of begins to 
gain traction, sometimes there's those exit ramps, right, yeah. that people will take for various reasons and sometimes good, sometimes bad. Mm-hmm. There were definitely clear-cut opportunities for that exit ramp uh, to be taken. One of them was when I started thinking about the logistics, like I don't want to go by myself. I would love to have a coworker. I think there's a lot of wisdom in that. Yes. Certainly Jesus mm-hmm. lived out his ministry that way, sending right. people two by two. Two by two. Mm-hmm. Um, and someone coming behind me in Atlanta to keep up what we had started. And when I talked to uh, Josh Carter here, I did think that maybe him moving to Atlanta was the more likely play. But I pitched to him the San Francisco idea. And in my head and in my conversations with Kirby and certainly in my conversations with the Lord, I was telling all of them and myself that, you know, if this isn't meant to be, don't let someone come behind me. Don't let a coworker right. go with me. Yeah, yeah. All these things. And there were several moments, several days, several weeks where I thought that that's where things were going. Mm-hmm. And actually the initial conversation with Josh Carter here, he kind of said, ah, the timing's not right. Cause initially I was planning to move a year sooner than we ended up moving. Right. Right. And it looked like it wasn't going to go anywhere. Yeah. Well, the timing got pushed back a year and all of a sudden that worked for the Carters and that door opened and they seemed to be on board. And then I couldn't figure out how to get someone to come behind me in Atlanta. And we finally made plans and then those plans fell through and different things happened. And I got really discouraged and I was like thinking that maybe we shouldn't go. And then we ended up leaving to move to San Francisco with that unresolved. And then someone came behind us Mm. to do that work. And so all these things kind of like ended up playing out and I didn't know Josh super well, as he said, mm-hmm. but having them commit, not knowing us super well and trusting the Lord in that way and yeah. <laughs> me feeling really responsible for maybe leading them to their destruction, <laughs> moving out here, really had me praying a lot. And our connection, I think, through this whole thing and always praying and letting God kind of open and close doors and being, right. being open to that possibility of God doing that has really been a faith-building experience, yeah, I think. Absolutely. And that's why I think Josh maybe was saying that this has been such a big test is because there were so many opportunities for us to kind of bail yeah. or for something not to work out, and we just kept praying about it, and things kind of sorted themselves out. Right, right. And so I just kind of want to add, add that ripple there because uh, I think that's some interesting detail because yeah. someone might listen to this and think everything just broke right and, yeah, like, it all worked out perfectly and it all kind of had a bow on it. and. Mm-hmm. There was a lot of stuff that was up in the air and didn't work out exactly right that ended up in the long term being okay. Yeah. But uh, I think it's helpful to hear that like plans don't always shake out the way you might expect right, them to, right. and you sometimes have to still make a decision with things unsettled. Right. Good. Well, I'm glad you uh, filled us in with that because my next question was going to be, were there any obstacles? But you've handled that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> now, yes. I, I do <laughs> I do have a question around the, you know, this took tremendous faith. And like you said, not just to, to come up with the idea and to follow through with it, um, but to, to go over all those obstacles too. But I'm sure that you had an idea uh, or a picture of how things would go once you got here. Has it gone the way that you thought it would, or has it been a bit different? Well, uh, I would say at this point, things look pretty similar to the way I would have expected them to look. Mm-hmm. Um, but the path to getting here was <laughs> not the path right. that I expected. Um, Josh talked about like having trouble finding people who knew of, of Christians like you know that are very serious about 
believing the Bible and following New Testament patterns for, for the way a church should worship and operate, things like that. Yeah. And honestly, when we were making all of these plans, we did not expect to find any group in the city that we felt totally comfortable just like throwing in our work with. We mm-hmm. were planning to start totally fresh. Mm-hmm. And we ended up uh, finding a group of Christians that really were asking us to to work with them. Mm-hmm. And we found some good people there who were doing their very best, I believe, to serve the Lord. Mm-hmm. And the long story short is just that that was a situation that was totally different than what we expected to mm-hmm. find ourselves in. Right. And we spent a few months uh, there, and then after a few months, we reached a point of, I think, mutual understanding with the brethren that we met about we needed to kind of go back to our original vision. Mm-hmm. And so in November, um, we did start fresh, and we did start with just a brand new group meeting in Josh and Kirby's home. Um, and from that point forward, I would say that things have have played out similarly to the way I expected them to. We're growing slowly but surely we're trying to just like make disciples and add one person at a time and, yeah amen. and that's uh that's the way i see churches growing in the new testament and that's mm-hmm. the way things have been going i mean i've got just really amazing faith building stories about how god has led us to people and people to us i believe mm-hmm. um but it was uh there were some difficult periods to get to this point um periods of discouragement um loneliness even even depression i think that i can admit mm-hmm. and um you know through just enduring some of those dark times i think that we've arrived at a place that is a, a very encouraging place and, mm-hmm. and so maybe that's part of the the whole picture of how like you go through things that test your faith is you make you make a decision based on what you believe is right and what's wise and then you have to kind of like stand firm when it gets to be hard mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and we've gone through those periods too yeah but um well it's interesting because you you did mention you mentioned loneliness and uh and and depression and uh you sort of think about it and you say okay well wait a minute here's two men they have you know family wives and and so how do you feel lonely <laughs> but you know uh one of the things that i picked up on is that both of you come from an environment where, you know, you, you grew up in a Christian home. Lots of friends and acquaintances who are Christians. And you had Christianity really swirling around you. And when you come to San Francisco, San Francisco, I was born in San Francisco. And, uh, you know, lived much of my life in San Francisco. So I know San Francisco. And San Francisco is an animal of its own. It's got an, an identity that is, uh, it's got a strong identity. But I've always found the people there to be friendly. You know, as I've traveled around and everything, and, you know, if my car breaks down somewhere else, I feel like, boy, I hope somebody's going to help me. But in San Francisco, I know somebody's going to help me. It's just a matter of time. I can't tell you how many times I've, I've uh, my car, like I either ran out of gas or, uh, you know, popped a tire or whatever on the side of the road as a young man with no AAA to help me. Where somebody gets pulled over and then, hey, I'm going to go up here and get this for you and I'll come right back. And they do. And uh, I've seen a lot of humanity like that in uh, San Francisco that a lot of people from the reputation, you wouldn't expect that. And so that's why I believe San Francisco is prime for the gospel. But you've got to work the gospel into San Francisco, and you've got to find the people that are interested in, in you know, that approach. Um, and I could see how it's lonely because, you, you know, 
being a Christian, you have to have a certain uh, thought process. When you when you interact with people who are Christians, you get it, you know, and you you feel companionship in that. And when you aren't surrounded by that. I could see how that could be hard, and I could see how that, you know, even though you might have a, a a wife with you, even though you might have a child with you, you could still feel like, you know, well, where's where's my brethren? Where's the, the rest of the people that I'm used to having back home? So I, I can understand, I can understand that that could be a, a, a challenge for you all that you're having to adjust to. Well, and to that, I'll just say, I, I believe that the gospel is something that is not a product of a human culture. It is something of divine origin. Yes. And as such, it will offend every human culture yeah. at some point. Yeah. And yet, there may be good things about different cultures or societies or places that are good because mm-hmm. they reflect elements of the gospel. Yeah. And so I think that's true anywhere and in any place. San Francisco is a place that, in a lot of ways is exactly opposite to the gospel. Right. And in some ways, like what you've mentioned, yeah. reflects the good things about the gospel. Right. And so wherever we are, it's just a matter of preaching the gospel message in a way that resonates with the culture that you're in, mm-hmm. knowing that you're going to um, appeal to the good things about the culture you're mm-hmm. in, and you're also going to offend the, the bad things about that culture too. Right, right. Um, so you all have a, a few things going on there, you know, besides the worship service, you're doing a, a Bible studies, right? Right. Um, Josh Lewis, you want to yeah. give us a little bit more about what you're doing? Yeah, so generally what we've been able to, like, maintain regularly up to this point have been, like, coffee shop, Bible study type events, Um and so with those, we usually have them kind of in varied neighborhoods. So Josh and I live pretty close. I mean, you're never really far from anything in San Francisco. Yeah, it's right. a it's a compact city. But, you know, we live kind of in neighborhoods that aren't too far away from each other. I think, you know, there's a, ne- a neighborhood between us, but pretty close, a couple miles up the road, basically. Mm-hmm. And so we have specifically hosted Bible studies regularly um, on weeknights, um, particularly in our two kind of neighborhoods, our section of the city. But we're right now, like tonight, for instance, we have a Bible study that's in North Beach um, that we've been doing for a couple months now, maybe um, going through right now, the like the prison epistles, mm-hmm. kind of a chapter at a time, having that discussion. Josh has been leading us through Romans here recently in the mission on Thursday nights at a Starbucks there. Um, on Wednesday afternoons, we've been in the financial district, kind of a lunch break Bible study is the idea there. And we've just been going through Psalms. And so we've been going through that one for almost the whole time we've lived here. And mm-hmm. we're in, we still have like two thirds of it to go. So, <laughs> um, yeah, so the idea is that we have these, um, certainly they're just opportunities, right? So the, the hope is that someone that has interest in being involved with the Bible study they're probably not going to be able to come to all of them, mm-hmm. but we offer a lot of different things so that someone might find something that works for their schedule or for their neighborhood or whatever. And we advertise them on, you know, places like Facebook or Meetup. Um, and so, yeah, so we've been working all those studies kind of under the umbrella name of like San Francisco Bible Study. So if you were to search us on Google or something like that, you'd see it pop up. Let me ask each of you, uh, what has been your most encouraging experience? of being out here doing the work you're doing. I'll start with Josh Carter. Okay, well that's that's an easy answer for me. Um, and it's the experience that we've had meeting uh, a young Christian named Tiffany. Mm-hmm. Um, 
I don't think that I, I'm, I'll I'll share anything in, in this answer that would like be invasive of her privacy or anything that she wouldn't want to be shared. But um, Josh and I normally get together around once a week and hand out postcards on the street. Yeah. And we put those just in the hands of people who come by, and we have all kinds of different reactions from people <laughs> sure. you might expect. <laughs> yeah. And uh, early on when we were doing that, I, I put a card in the hand of. A, a young woman that was walking past and she had the bravery to follow up by sending a, a message on Facebook, setting up a Bible study. Um, she studied with us for a few weeks and began to realize that the Lord was calling her to be baptized into Christ and, and to dedicate her life to Him. But she knew that that was a decision that she didn't want to make lightly mm-hmm. and she wanted to know that she was ready to make that commitment. And in November, she decided to be baptized into Christ. Amen. And she continued to study with us uh, at least once a week. Um, we had, like, personal studies. Just mm-hmm. She would come over to, to mine and Katie's home often, and we studied through the, the Gospel of Matthew. Great. She, was, uh, she has been an integral member of, of our little church mm-hmm. in the city, and just been a very faithful and encouraging and sincere and zealous mm-hmm. student um, of of the Lord's and and that experience is just so encouraging to me on so many levels. I mean, one Tiffany is just a very sincere person, and you know people like that have an impact on you. Yeah, she just moved um, on Sunday, and she moved oh, to Wairika, right. California. And so we are going to miss her dearly, yeah. but we're encouraged that the faith that she's found in San Francisco is a faith that she'll take with it, with her. Great. Um, but then secondly, the thing that makes that story even more amazing is she shared with us that that morning she had prayed to God that God would help her to know the Bible better. Wow. And then she okay. got a card from us. Amen. And so... It was just a really faith-building experience, too, to show us that, look, like, God will lead people to us and us to people if we do just put ourselves out there and trust Him. That's right. And so this is just an amazing story of, from start to finish, card in the hand to dedicated follower of Jesus and close, personal, just friend and sister that uh, I think God very intentionally showed us that experience to encourage us to say, like, you know, this can be done. Yeah, yeah. Amen. And she had prayed that day yeah. about ah, unbelievable. Yeah. yeah. So I, I, I remember I wasn't even a Christian yet, but I was tired of dating, and so I prayed. I went to an empty office in this law office that I worked uh, at, and I prayed that God would would uh, find a woman for me who I could be serious about. And that night, when I left work, I went to Tower Records, and when I came out. I ran into Marie. I, I knew her already. I'd known her for like seven years. But I ran into her, and she led me to him. Mm. So, it, you know, even if you aren't a Christian, that prayer, you know, if it's, if it's the right type of prayer, God hears it, and he can direct you to, to uh, some elements that could lead him to, to him. That yes. sounds very uh, Cornelius-y. Yeah, <laughs> there you go, exactly. Yeah, definitely. <laughs> Josh Lewis, anything to share? I mean, I guess I would second that one. Yeah. Um, I would add a wrinkle to it. Um, as we talked about earlier, uh, we you know had a vision of what we would do, and we came to San Francisco, and 
great plans. I mean, just great plans, right? That all mm-hmm. kind of didn't shake out at first as plans sometimes do. Yeah. Um, and so we went through what we went through the first several months of being here in San Francisco and a lot of it was good and some of it was really challenging. And when we met Tiffany, just to add to this story, it was not long after we had made some big changes in our ministry and kind of our focus. And we're really, as Josh said, like starting fresh again. Mm -hmm. And so all the reasons Josh said that her example was encouraging him, I would echo that. And I would just add on the fact that it was like one of the first times we got out to pass out cards after deciding we were just going to strike out with something new Mm -hmm. and we met her. So You know, it was encouraging to hear her testimony about her faith and how God was using us to be helpful to her. And it was also kind of an affirmation, I believe, that, like, this is what we should be focusing on. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. I would add that to that amazing story. Amen. One soul can make a difference, you know. Right. Yeah. Good, good. Um, Do you want to share any, uh, like, your Facebook page or uh, other places where people can find you? Yeah, so you can find us on Meetup on Facebook, um, and we have a couple of different websites, so kind of take your pick. Uh, (laughs) I think on Meetup, we are SF Christians, is that right? SF Bible Study, San Francisco Bible Study. San Francisco Bible Study on Meetup. Mm -hmm. On Facebook, it's SF Christians. Right. Right. Um, And both of those have, like, our normal weekly group studies that people can find and be a part of. So if you're in the Bay Area, look us up and join us at a table in a coffee shop. But then we also run a church website, and it is sanfranciscochurch.org. Right. sanfranciscochurch.org. We upload our sermons, our table talks from worship, from the communion part of worship. Um, We also put out videos regularly. Those are on uh, our website as well as on Facebook. Um, And then there's also a website that we run just primarily for Bible study apart from like a collective church effort and that one is sfchristians.org and there's a there's an interactive element to that one where you can kind of click through and and click you know what you believe about Jesus or why you may have some hangups about Christianity and hopefully all those roads lead you to some sort of answers to your questions but an opportunity to reach out to us directly and further any conversations you might have and that's that's the website that we um, generally advertise to people, and people can contact us through. So, Facebook Meetup, SanFranciscoChurch.org or SFChristians.org. It's all us. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Well, great. You know, it's been well, great talking to you, brothers. Uh, always appreciate uh, hearing from you, but especially now, just uh, sitting down and having a conversation, it's been great. Yeah, one year in San Francisco. So, oh, when's your anniversary of that? Uh, well, June sixth oh. was when we moved in, so oh, no we kidding. are right here at a year of being here in the city. So, a good time to look back and reflect on. Yeah, all this. yeah, great, yeah. great. Kirby and I, I think, was like the middle of April. So, right, that's right. Again, Josh is on our yeah. uh, <laughs> coattails. coattails. <as> they say. <laughs> <laughs> all right, thanks again, brother. Thanks for having us. Thanks for having us. Thank you for listening. For more about us. Check us out at truthseekers.org. There you'll find our links to Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and YouTube.